Look out, Balloonyaks, it's spoopy season. I feel silly saying spoopy, but I'm gonna go with it anyways. This is your friendly neighborhood content warning, and we're just letting you know, in case you haven't ever listened before, that we swear a lot on this show. And especially this season, sex and violence are gonna come up regularly. Not gonna go into the nitty gritty, but, uh, you know, maybe some of the nitty. You've been warned. Hello, everybody. I'm Zach. That's a much different energy. <laughs> it's spoopy season. It is kind of spoopy out. Hi, everybody. I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. I'm not used to this song. <laughs> I think it's weird for you. Uh, and we're your aeronauts, and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped on our journey to the slaughtered lamb. I almost said Westchester. The slaughtered lamb to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Tyler, what's our question this week? Oh, what's uh, what's the best kill in a horror movie? I'm guessing not real life. I mean, I have been listening to a lot of last podcasts on the left, so I might be able to answer that one, but like... Uh... Yeah, let's not go there. That just gets too depressing. The Gets just too depressing. All right, best kill in a horror movie. Editor and Stowaway Steven here. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's the best, but when I when you when this question was posed to me, I will tell you what immediately came to mind. Unfortunately, it's from a Final Destination movie. Okay, and it is, is it the bit where the the log the log because that one haunts me, and I've never even seen that movie. Um, no, it's in one of the newer ones. I want to say it's in four. It's whichever one they go to the uh, the NASCAR race car. By the uh, point event. that they're just doing direct to DVD sequels, there's a total of five of them, and I've I watched all of them relatively recently. But there's I want to say it's four, and the the big death they avoid is at a NASCAR event, and a dude who I think he gets like crushed or something in the in in the event. His secondary death that he gets because he's not paying attention and is not listening to people saying death's gonna come for you is so fucking brutally gory and it just, it's just like it immediately came into my mind he is chopped up essentially like you know the slap chop type thing or yeah. or like not even a slap it's chop Vince but like with slap chop or no, no like a french fry press okay french fry press that's much closer he gets french fried press through a metal fence because he's hit in the chest by a gas tank that's been like jawed off yeah, like yeah. the the nozzle's been just like launched, and it's just a sh- like shooting what missile. What is this fucking fence made out of? Oh, it's like the weirdest fence I've ever seen. It's like two inches, uh, like wide sheet, like it, like aluminum metal, but it's like cross sections so that it's just like th- it's a thick fence for some reason. Like imagine a chain link fence, but wide. <laughs> Like same, same. This sounds like the kind of fence that assholes were wanting to put on the southern border with, like, let's put sharks in front of it he kind of situation, or like, the kind of fence that only exists for someone to get. Someone like, got real fucking high and went, you know through. what would look awesome when we filmed it? It is at a, some sort of auto repair shop, so it looks like it's a big like security fence. It doesn't like seem completely out of place, like in the scene. Like you're not if you're not they're talking through a fence because he's still at work and like they can't have people there because it's dangerous. Like it, he's literally nearly murdered like two moments beforehand and he's just like, Oh no, don't don't worry about it. It's okay. I I I'm real torn up about my woman who was just crushed to death by a tire <laughs> at the event. Um, but no, I'm not going to believe... I'm not... And I also was just nearly crushed at work, so I'm not worried that, about Forget death. Forget about it. Death ain't got nothing on me. I'm going to go stand me under the mud fence now. And then literally just 
steps out of the way of being crushed by a fucking truck that falls off of a ramp, and then he gets hit by this tank. Okay, I will say in this person's defense, and I don't know who this person is, so I shouldn't be defending them, but He's he did just survive death like five different places. I don't blame him for being like, I'm a little death proof at this point. A little bit. He's also a big asshole. Uh, not the racist asshole in that movie. That guy gets a real fucking good death. Um, mm, good? I, I, I think my favorite deaths are in all of the Final Destination movies. Okay. I mean, I, that's kind of the point of the Final Destination. Destiny. Like, it's there yes. for the stupid death. Except for the dude who gets disemboweled by a pool. Oh, that's Nate from um, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. He's in this movie. Whoa. Also, like, it was a wild trip of watching these movies because there was a lot of synchronicities of just, like, crossover people from things and things I was watching all at once. You're like, Commander Steel, no. <laughs> or I guess Citizen Steel? Citizen Whichever Citizen Steel, Steel he goes with. Yeah. <laughs> they usually never call him any of the Steels. They usually call him Nate. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about Steel. That was Steel. Um, yeah, he gets disemboweled by a pool in that movie. He's a real sleazy dirtbag. I can see that. In that movie. Okay. I'm gonna go with my next because I should have gone with them first because they ain't got nothing on the wild shit that you just told me. Again, as the legendarily horror movie averse member of this this little cabal. My two are pretty simple. I just really like them. In Tucker and Dale versus Evil, oh. when oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. I I had to track down that movie before it was available in the U.S. and I somehow got a re VFX cut of it. What? Oh, because it was like it didn't get American distribution for like two years. Right. Yeah. Um, it took forever. It took forever. And somehow the version I got, I bought. I bought a DVD. And it was like a pre-VFX <laughs> cut that was only, like, it was definitely, after the fact, I definitely bought a bootleg. But, it, like, there's the scene with a bee that's supposed to land on someone's face, and it just says, VFX needed, bee lands on face. And just the guy's acting like a bee lands on his face. And we're like, why is this labeled Topher and Dale? But sure. Uh... <laughs> I love Tucker and Dale versus no, Evil. But so. my, my favorite one of them is the guy that tries to attack whichever one Alan Tudyk is, and trips and falls in the, like, Shredder machine. Oh, right. <laughs> and poor Alan Tudyk being like, trying to pull him out. What? What is happening right now? Uh, was all about that one. And then my other is, it's not a great kill. It's just my favorite moment in Army of Darkness, probably. Okay. Where evil Ash has separated from Ash and is, like, dancing around going, you're a goody two-shoes. And he just pulls out the gun and shoots him and pulls the most Ash line of, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. Because it's the dumbest moment in a very stupid movie, but it also, like, <laughs> is the most true to what that movie was trying to be moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I brought three uh, because even though I uh, help run a horror podcast and watch a horror movie every week for, like, five years now, my number one is, I think, would actually be kind of boring for most people. I love the style like how it is stylistically uh, and it's part of what made me help like fall in love with the movie my favorite kill of any horror movie is from House of a Thousand Corpses when Otis Driftwood kills the sheriff deputy in the backyard in the context of the movie he just like he, there's a shootout and he ends up getting the drop on the guy and he makes him kneel down and he says some things to him and then he just has the gun to his head and pulls the trigger but stylistically they most super fucking cool like most of the shootouts happening with <laughs> Slim Whitman's I'll Remember You playing in the background. So like old 50s croony country. <laughs> I'll remember you. And, and you get to the end of the shootout when he has that deputy kind of right as the song's ending. And he puts the gun there and you can see the character of Otis saying something to him, but you don't have any of the dialogue in the mix. You just have the song and then the song ends. 
and there's no sound whatsoever and you have like a 45 second maybe even a minute long super slow crane pullback where all you know is otis is saying something to him and you don't know and you're like okay when's the shot gonna come when's the shot gonna come and it's literally almost like a minute you're waiting and then just the sound comes back in with a gunshot oof and the guy just falls over all right, that sounds very well done. Yeah. yeah. And it's even like like the character of Otis, by that point, you very much realize that he's like based on Charlie Manson, so no matter what he's saying, it's some crazy shit. And like, um, that's like my favorite kill, but it's kind of just you get a guy down on his knees and put a ball yeah, it, in Yeah, it's his head. not wood chippers or whatever the fuck that it's final It's not necessarily about the it's... kill itself, but the context of who's killing and how they're what they're doing as they do this kill. So my number 2 I would say is probably um if you've seen the movie I'll have the hammer scene from Kill List. Um Kill List is a amazing modern day folk horror about uh, two guys. This is this a Ben Wheatley movie? Yes, Ben Wheatley movie. This is the only one I haven't seen of his uh, well other than Field of Meaning which I still need to just get through. Yeah, that's a weird movie. It's a, he he does some good weird movies. But it's about two guys that are former military that are currently making their jobs as hitmen. It's been kind of a dry spell. They pick up this job to hopefully get like financially right again. It kind of by the movie it's it's pulling them further and further into like this spider's web. But they're they're taking out this target known as the librarian, who they don't go specifically into what kind of films and archives the librarian has other than uh it's disgusting and he's definitely like a fucking terrible pedophile and they go to just like get some information out of him before they kill him because by that point in the movie they know something's off and they know that they need a little bit more info for what's going on and it's hard to explain but the kill is so memorable because everything about the way that the shot is set up it feels like something you've seen before where like in a pg-13 flick maybe they either scare the guy and slam the hammer down next to his head or maybe they hit him, but the camera cuts away to something else right before it hits. And then there's nothing watching it that makes you think that they're going to show it. And then it just very starkly and blatantly, this guy just gets railed in the head with a hammer a couple times. And you're like, oh, ooh, that just happened. Okay. Gross. But my number three, because it's so, and this almost should be my number one because it's so over the top, from an Italian splatter film. <laughs> Anytime you start with the word splatter film, like that's that's I, what we're looking for here. I realize I actually really love splatter films. Like, they're, weirdly enough, my bag a lot of the time. Um, splatter is uh, the precursor to torture porn, basically. Um, I it's, can't stand, like, hostile and shit like that's that. That's the thing. I, so I it's splatter... It's... I hate torture porn. I cannot do it. Um, I somehow have managed to get through the Saw series, um, but I fucking hate anything that's remotely close to that, but I really enjoy Splatter. There, it can be a fine line between love and hate, so anyways, I'm sorry. Well, and that's you. the thing. Splatter is the precursor. With Splatter, it's not... Like, you don't almost necessarily have to show people. Mm -hmm. It's about just creating scenarios with photorealistic gore. There doesn't have to be pain or torture involved. You just, you have, just to have to have the gore show up somehow. In fact, um, uh, I mean, I know you've seen Dead Alive. Dead Alive's a splatter film. Have I seen Dead Alive? Peter Jackson? We've talked about it, haven't we? I've only seen Meet the Feebles oh. outside of his... Oh, okay. We've talked about Meet the Feebles. Oh, oh Meet the Feebles is a weird movie. <laughs> oh, can we do a Dead Alive fried squirms? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it, but yes, we can. Please. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, with uh, uh, Italian Splatter. Yeah, film, so um... Italian Splatter. It's this movie called Adam Chaplin. It's it's hard to call it good. It's a, it's a trip. 
something to watch. It's probably the closest thing I've ever seen to a live-action Fist of the North Star. Yeah, that's going to be fucking wild. Did you all just do this on Fred Squirrel yes. recently? Um, so there's a part where the main character of Adam Chaplin, who while on a blood-soaked revenge streak being fueled by being possessed by a demon, uh, he punches a guy so hard that he flies back into the wall behind him, and basically the back three quarters of his body all just like pulp leaving just like the front half of his skin just like stuck to the wall and still talking for a little bit yeah okay yeah, I see what you're going with here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like out of something out of fucking like Rick and Morty or something like that. Or it's, I, just, I don't it's know why insane. Rick and Morty was the first cartoon I thought of there, but like weird well, violence uh, cartoon. The, my favorite episode of Rick and Morty is the uh, Everybody's Purging episode, oh, which is so good. very gory. I've seen two episodes in my life, so that's why I'm confused by my choice there. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so guy getting punched so hard that he splats against the wall behind him and then carries on a conversation for another 30 seconds. That's some I Alan think, Moore is... shit. That's what I should be going with here. So, uh, your three made me think of my actual two answers. Because knee-jerk answer was just basically the Final Destination series. Because I, I just enjoyed that kind of thing, I guess. Basically, I guess, gore without murder? that makes sense? Because mm. it's just basically the the spirit of death essentially just getting killing you and right through accidental death which is probably why i like splatter over uh, torture porn um but your two your uh, you were talking about um house of a thousand corpses definitely reminded me of i just absolutely love night of the living dead mm. and i can't really like i don't want to necessarily talk about anyone's death specifically but like they're very they're all very mundane for the, for the most part but like holy fuck do they hit me right in the goddamn gut and just like I remember them mm-hmm. I remember them real well um, and they're good so I'm gonna say basically like the last third of Night of the Living Dead basically okay. once they're in the house yeah once basically the non-zombie deaths the zombie deaths are good and very cool uh, but the non-zombie deaths of Night of the Living Dead I will say are my real big pick and then on the less serious death of like that end I you definitely for some reason reminded me of Idled Hands oh fucking love Idle Hands <laughs> um, specifically I forget I is it the is it who is the guy from the offspring? Yes. Um Dexter Holland. <laughs> Dexter is Holland. It. His death and his his head getting ripped. Yes. Uh, his scalp getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slash, he gets scalped. He gets scalped. I've heard of this. Anyway. Slash like all of those kind of very cheese ball way over the top kills. So those two you reminded me of those two movies and all of the kills in them, and I love them. Those are my two picks for Favorite kills slash best kills. A really quick honorable mention of a guy getting pushed off of a platform in Jason X and landing on a giant screw and them showing his body screw down the spiral down the yeah yeah. Right. Reasons why Jason X is my favorite Jason movie. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. All right. In order to keep our journey going, because we're somewhere over the Pacific at the over one ocean. Atlantic. God, I Atlantic. hope we're not over the Pacific. <laughs> we have gone horribly off course. <laughs> oh, this shit. is I, what I happens when I to go to go over the Arctic. We're going the wrong way. <laughs> Anyways. I thought you... Look, were, there's oh. big blue water. We keep going. Eventually we'll hit. I um, take us between realms. You guys can't handle an ocean. Hey, it's spoopy, guy. <laughs> it's spoopy. There's ghosts. 
Gremlins. There's jack-o'-lanterns everywhere, and they set me real on edge. We're going to have to drop some ballast and possibly our navigator. Um, I'm hearing noise through the tunnels of someone screaming a uh, character name or a monster. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, um, that's me. I, I'm the editor in Stowaway, Stephen. Um, and I, uh, I, yeah, we need to know what you know about Dybux. Dybbuk? Dybbuk? D-Y-B-B-U-K? Yes. I don't he's know. correcting you. I think he's I got think this he know word. it, but uh, shit, I don't know how to pronounce words. I know how it's spelled. Is that it? That's literally it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we were setting you up for success there, too. No, I know oh, I've... that one. <laughs> I've definitely read something about them, but I'm... Oof. I know exactly what you were talking about, obviously. I know the spelling. That's it. Do I am you, going to have to... Do you even oh. have, like, a visual, or...? I, I'm going to give you a hint just so we can talk about it, but I, it will definitely do a redemption, even if it's a half Welcome redemption. to the redemption um, But uh, they talk about... Uh, how, how did you pronounce this? Because I've Dibbic. already... Dibbic. They talk about... It might be Dybbuk, but I'm going to... Dybbuk. Dybbuk. I want to say Dybbuk. Definitely. Fine, you do you. It, it's, it, it is a Yiddish or Jewish word, and they talk about them in Legends of Tomorrow in the Mike the Spike episode. Dibbic. Is it uh, like an evil clone of someone? Uh, n- no. Mm, not, not, okay, kinda. that's the closest I got. Um, uh, just a, it is a malicious possessing spirit. In, uh, um, that you will find out more about in our redemption yeah, round. Right? Yeah. I am going to look up something on him right now because I am curious how that is set, but I will uh, properly redempt that the at the end of the season. I've learned that I don't know how to actually read pronunciations unless they're phonetically spelled. Yeah, this is going to be fun with some of our later ones right there. No, you're right. It is Dibic. Okay. Or unless, unless the the computer that uh, told me how to pronounce it is wrong too so i mean that's uh that is a possibility that's always possible i was thinking of doing this one and then decided definitely needed to do it because also it came up with while uh, me and cat were looking at this wild sounding movie that came out that features them a dipic box um no because i do know that that's a movie once again don't know anything about dipics I know that Dybbuk Box I'm is a movie. I'm so fascinated the part of this that you retain. Um, uh, <laughs> I think it was called The Unborn. Oh, no, okay. And I immediately was like, oh, this sounds like some sort of terrible anti, uh, anti like, pro-life kind of horror movie. And I'm just like, I need to know what the hell this is. And it's... It is about a um, uh, about uh, like a someone who had a, a twin that died in at birth. Um, yeah. So it is about someone who's unborn. But yeah, not in the way you were talking. Not in the way I was talking about. But it also involves a Nazi curse and ooh, that's wild. Gets fucking wilder from there. That is wild. Um, I had to give up on reading the the synopsis because I just could not. I could not. (laughs) That's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That's E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with us and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Wednesday.